What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Wad at the Pod. I'm your host, Brady Lynch. Guys, the 2020 CrossFit Games are officially over, and we're looking towards the 2021 season. The Open will be here before you know it. It's been a wild year. It's going to feel like a fast turnaround, but I'm I'm absolutely here for it. I'm so stoked. Hopefully, the season and everything goes back to normal, and we're looking at just a regular old, regular old year. 2020 has been crazy. We only have like 75 days left or something like that. Like around, no, less than that. Like, like, like less than 70 days left in the year, man. It's crazy. It feels like it's been forever, but it feels like it's also flown by. So I'm super stoked for what, for what 2020 has to offer. But guys, uh, all I wanted to do in this episode was just kind of give my opinion and my highlights on the workouts from this past weekend. Uh, I thought, I thought the 2020 games were awesome and I just like you guys to know why. So let's go ahead and get on and get on into it. The workouts were the 2007 reload, the corn sack sprint, CrossFit total, handstand sprint, the ranch loop, toe to bar lunge, snatch speed, triple bike repeater, happy star swimming stuff, sprint sled sprint and Atalanta. All right. So let's just go ahead and break these down workout by workout. So the 2007 reload, 2007 Reload was an amped up repeat workout from the 2007 CrossFit Games. The original workout was 1,000 meter row straight into five rounds of 25 pull-ups and seven shoulder overhead, setting up at 135.95. This year, event one, the 2007 Reload, was a 1,500 meter run straight into five rounds of 10 bar muscle-ups and 10 shoulder to overhead at 235 for the guys and 145 for the women. All right. Uh, some of my takeaways from some of my takeaways from this workout was first and foremost, I thought this was a beautifully programmed upgrade to the original workout at hand. Uh, I think if they would have done anything less than bar muscle ups, I don't think it would have been as good of a workout for these athletes and how good they are. So I thought the scale up, taking the reps down, adding in bar muscle ups, making the making the weight that much heavier was such an appropriate call. Absolutely loved it. Uh, one thing that I really, that I would have changed from this workout was I would have made the women's weight probably about 10 pounds heavier. I think 155 is a very appropriate weight. Most of these girls can handle that 145 bar. Like a guy, like a guy can handle 135. It's just, they're so strong now. I think, I think it's been proven in the last five or six years that they're so much stronger at the games than what the standards are, are given are given to them. So I think it needed to be a little bit heavier, but overall, I, I there was you know it was still pretty close to being a spot on weight. Uh, if you guys if you guys watched the winner handled that barbell like it was nothing. All of those athletes can go and broken. Most of them did. I know Brooke Wells and Katrin broke up the bar muscles from the get go, which kind of threw me off, but. It didn't matter there. Most of those athletes are going at 10 unbroken and probably using that as a break. Not having any music while they competed, you could hear them breathing during the bar muscle up. And it really, it just sounded like they were catching their breath there, which just looking at it, I kind of figured that they would, but kind of hearing, but hearing it, hearing it live was really cool and very interesting. But yeah, they, uh, yeah, I mean, 10, 10 bar muscle ups for five rounds is nothing for those guys. Now, 10 shoulder overhead at uh, uh, 235, 145, that's 
Well, I did just say that 145 for the, for the ladies is is pretty not light, but needed to be a little bit heavier. 235 for the guys is stinking heavy. So the winner needed to handle 235 like it was not that heavy. They were going to go unbroken. Uh, majority of the people did. I know Noah, Noah Olson from the third round on was having some issues with that with that two third with that 235. I can't say I blame him. Matt Fraser had one miss, so he's a little bit closer to being a normal human than what I think the world thought, which is really exciting to see. Uh, but I mean, he, him winning that event was just, I mean, it just, it, it was a perfect workout for him. He really likes bar muscle. up. He's just good at CrossFit really. I mean, he's good at bar muscle ups. He's good at handling a barbell. It was just, it was a perfect workout for him. And he, and he handled that 235 bar like a champ. It was a pretty dang cool sight to see. But one athlete that I really wanted to shine the light on the most was Haley Adams. Uh, Haley not being known for the, uh, for a very strong athlete in the field, I think we're all kind of learning to not doubt her after her stellar performance in stage one of the CrossFit Games. But watching her, her handle that 145 bar was awesome. Uh, I follow CrossFit Mayhem on every on just about every form of social media, so I see a lot of the workouts that they do and they do so many workouts with a moderate to moderate to moderately heavy barbell in their met cons. So they're breathing heavy under fatigue, lifting some, some weight, whether it's a snatch, clean, clean and jerk, you name it. So that workout was right up her alley. Again, five sets of 10 bar muscle ups, not an issue for her there. That weight, watching her go through her first, her first clean, clean into that jerk it looked pretty tough and i was i was on i was on the fence i was like ah maybe this is a little too heavy for her and then she just started hammering it and it was awesome so she she definitely uh she definitely was somebody that i was really impressed with in that workout and i knew she would do well but it was still really cool to see and she held with tia for the first couple of rounds which was awesome but tia is just she's tia she's too good so those are my takeaways from event one event two was a corn sack sprint the guys had a 50-pound bag. The girls had a 30-pound bag, and it was a 330-meter sprint up a hill. Nothing really, nothing really to break to break down here. It's a hill sprint. Dig deep. Your legs are gonna blow up. Just accept it, and it'll be over before you know it. Uh, I think everybody crushed it. Uh, I didn't really, I didn't really have too many expectations for that workout. Really, it's just it's a hill sprint. It's a weighted hill sprint. It sucks. Uh, if you want it, then you were either a little bit smarter in the beginning, or you can just sprint and hang on and dig deep there for for the race. So nothing too crazy there. Absolutely love the event, but yeah, just a just simple to the point. Good little burner. Event three was the CrossFit total. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I love lifting heavy. Uh, I love watching it. I love doing it. It's fun. I, I personally would have liked to have seen the other total which is the same concept as the CrossFit total, but you're building to a winner at max clean bench press and overhead squat or something in that variation. Uh, so I think that would have been a little bit more exciting to see just because we've already seen the CrossFit total back in 2018. And then obviously in 2007, but I'm not going to complain there too much. So not a, not a huge deal, not a huge deal there. Uh, CrossFit total went pretty much exactly how I had thought. Uh, Matt Fraser crushed it. Crushed it. He got second. Jeffrey Adler was right there with Matt and everything. He had just happened to out deadlift him by about fifteen or twenty pounds, so he just edged him out there, and that was really cool to see. Uh, when they interviewed Matt after the workout, Matt was 
talking very highly about Jeffrey and just saying that he uh, that he was by far the strongest person there, just overall raw strength. So he knew that he was going to have a really good time at the, uh, in the in the CrossFit total, and it was cool to kind of see him kind of see him work work in his in his bag there a little bit. So that was exciting to see. But like I said, nothing nothing too crazy there. Just wonder at max back squat deadlift strict press. Really quick, I don't know if I don't know about you guys, but I love watching people strict press because it's so funny when they get to their wonder at max and they barely squeak it out. And then when they try and go for maybe they throw on like two pounds or something and they can't even get it off their chest. It's just it's so funny to see because we all do it. We all go through it. It's by far the hardest of the hardest lifting movement that we have because it just takes it's just pure strength, pure raw strength. Can you press this object from your shoulders overhead? And you either can or you can't. Not a whole lot of technique to it. Just it's really cool to see, and it's 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 just cool to see. It's fun. Up next, we have the handstand sprint. This was just a hundred yard a hundred yard handstand sprint, and I was really surprised with the, with the way this, this workout went, especially on the men's side. No Olson, who's who's predominantly done overly well in handstand workouts, whether it's handstand pushups, handstand walks. He's always done really well. He proved in stage one of the CrossFit Games that he can hold a freestanding handstand, hold the longest. He he crushed that. He won that workout. So I was really expect him. I was really expecting Noah to win this workout and kind of catapult himself up the leaderboard a little bit to get those hundred points. But he actually shocked. He shocked me and got a fourth in this event, or a third. I'm sorry. He got he got fourth overall. He got a third in this in this event behind Justin Medeiros and Matt Fraser. Uh, Fraser winning that workout. Well, Fraser and Medeiros getting top two in that in that workout was kind of shocking to me. Uh, it wouldn't have surprised me if Fraser would have got second, but seeing him win it was pretty was pretty exciting to see. And then watching Justin Medeiros sneak by Noah in that event was pretty dang cool to see as well. Because Justin, being a rookie, I mean, I don't know how many expectations he had, but he obviously knows that, or he obviously knew going into this that he was one of the best in the field, considering he made the top five as a rookie but just seeing those two beat out Noah on a workout that Noah would in years past more than likely win or in a bigger field get a top five which would add a, a lot more separation with a bigger field so that was kind of interesting seeing interesting to see and I was really shocked that he only came away with a third there uh, but overall it's just really cool to see I like watching handstand walk events because it blows my mind I've really enjoyed the CrossFit Games elevating the, the handstand walk over the years but to me, there's just nothing there's with how good these athletes are at it now. I think it's really cool to see them bring just bring it down to the basics where in stage one, it was just a handstand hold. And then, then and then this year at the at the at the ranch was just 100 yards. How fast can you do it? And three, two, one, go and just watch them go bananas. So that it was just it was a it was a cool event. Uh, but yeah, Matt Fraser winning that kind of shocking to me. Uh, even if there's a bigger field, I still would expect him to be top five or top 10, but winning it, I wasn't really sure of that. So that was really, so that was really cool. Up next, we had the ranch loop um, on the women's side, just to highlight somebody, somebody really fast. Tia, Tia winning this, or Katrin winning this workout was pretty shocking to me. Not because I think that she's a, that's not to think, not to think that she's a poor runner or anything. I just really was expecting Haley Adams to win this workout because Haley's 
one of the best runners in the sport on the on the women's side. Katrin's up there too. Katrin's probably I think uh, Katrin gets gets about a top five top five or top ten in any long running workout. But to see her kind of kind of hold off Haley throughout throughout the entire race, I thought was awesome. Matt Fraser winning it didn't shock me at all. Uh, after twenty after the twenty thirteen regionals, he's always had a pretty dang good to really to a really good engine in longer longer duration running workouts. Uh, we all know that he wasn't the best sprinter in twenty fifteen. He fixed that, and as we saw here in a couple events, as we saw here in a couple of events at this year's CrossFit Games. But those longer duration, longer those longer duration, long distance aerobic capacity workouts, he he always he typically does really well in. But watching Katrin win that, I thought was awesome because I personally had money on Haley Adams winning winning that event. Uh, so that was just it was it was it was cool to see. I loved the twist because it so it was a three mile run around the ranch, and then when they finished, Dave told all of them to run it again. So it went from three miles to six miles. I absolutely loved it. I loved seeing, I really loved seeing Fraser finish and go ahead and squat down and kind of start to decompress from the run. And then Dave's like, no, seriously, you're running it again. And he wasn't happy. I loved it because it was just talk. It was a complete twist. Uh, I mean, it's the essence of CrossFit, you know, the unknown and the unknowable. You don't know that you're going to run it again. And you, you got to do it. And so I just thought, I thought it was awesome. Still really impressed with those times with how many hills that they have everybody or Frazier going, Frazier going sub one hour, Katrin going, hold on. I'm looking at it right here. Katrin going right at right at one hour. I mean, with the amount of hills and the elevation that they had is super impressive. I know I couldn't run those with all those hills. I probably couldn't, couldn't run the six miles in an hour or the three miles and 30 minutes roughly give, give or take give or take about a minute or two there for everybody so that was super cool to see I was a little disappointed with the way Brooke Wells performed I I was hoping that her her running in the in those longer distance would have in those longer distances would have been a little bit better but it's based out of five athletes so I'm not going to completely knock her if if she makes it to the games next year, which I'm sure she will one way or another, and they have a longer event, assuming there's going to be a bigger field, then I would, I would, if, if there's a bigger field next year and they had a long run and she still didn't do good at it, then I would kind of knock her and say, all right, you need to start training those long runs. You still got to work on that cardio and you still got to work on the cardio, but I'm not going to knock her completely yet just because there's only five athletes. And three of the five athletes are stellar, stellar long distance runners. From there, guys, our next event is the Toe Bar Lunge Workout. And this workout was probably my least favorite of the games. I, it was okay. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. There are plenty of people who think that that workout is just completely stupid. And like I said, I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's just okay. It's 30, 20, 10, Toe Bars. And meters on the on a kettlebell front rack lunge. So 30, 20, 10, total bar, 30 meters on the lunge, 20 meters on the lunge, 10, 10 meters on the lunge. Uh, if I was if I was programming this event, I probably would have had them do maybe a 40, 30, 20, or maybe even keep the 30, 20, 10, but do a harder, a harder lunge movement, maybe like maybe a double kettlebell overhead walking lunge of some sort. 
just because I think front rack is a little too easy for those athletes. It ended up being a cool event watching the race unfold between Noah, between Noah and Matt on the men's side and then on the women's side, Katrin and Tia, watching them kind of duke it out on the 20, especially the 20 and 10 set. Uh, but it, it really just came down to the, to the lunges and I just, it was just okay. I probably would have rather seen 40, 30, 20. I just think 60 total bar for those athletes is, is nothing really. It's just, it's just okay. But yeah, nothing crazy about it. Didn't love it. Didn't hate it. Up next guys, we had probably my favorite workout of the games, if not top two or top three. And one of my favorite workouts more than likely of all time. Uh, the snatch speed triple I thought was such a cool way to implement a speed ladder in a way that we hadn't seen before. So in years past, there've been lines of bars and three, two, one, go. It's just, you sprint, hit it, run to the next and so on and so forth, which is awesome. Gets the adrenaline going. It keeps you on the edge of your seat the entire time. This way was a little bit different. So you had three rounds of three different bars and each bar in each round went or each round or each bar in each round got heavier. So the earliest round, you had three of the lightest bars. The first bar for the guys was, was 225. Second bar was 235. Third bar was 245. And then whoever got cut or just came in last, they're still getting cut. But whoever, whoever didn't make the cut, they had one minute to hit one snatch at all of those bars. Whoever didn't make it by getting capped or just came in last by 0.1 of a second got cut from the five it goes to it goes to four now starting at that last weight again going up going up by 10 more pounds same thing there now you have two minutes at the at the middle section then somebody gets cut again the final three the heaviest bars you have three minutes to hit one snatch at each of those at, at each of those bars I thought it was awesome. It was, like I said, it was a creative way to implement a, a speed ladder that we hadn't seen before. Uh, and like I said, everybody likes, everybody likes watching people lift heavy. Everybody likes watching people race and lift heavy. It was just a really, really cool event. Uh, I mean, a, high, a highlight for that event is just, it's so impressive wa wa watching, Matt, watching Matt, Matt Fraser lift weights. I mean, Snatch, clean and jerk, back squat, front squat, overhead squat, you name it. It's so impressive watching watch him watching him lift weights because he's so good at it from so many years of uh, Olympic lifting at at a very, very high level. So watching him kind of get to go back to his uh his 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 growing up days or his previous life, I guess you could say, is really, really impressive. It's really fun to watch. Up next, guys, we have the bike repeater. This was 10 rounds of a 440 meter meter bike ride and then one legless rope climb. This event was really cool and really interesting because it was a little twist on the 2014 regionals workout with the 10 rounds of, of a uh, legless rope climb and a 100 meter run. I thought the coolest part was you had to ride the bike down the field, then you had they literally had to get off the bike, run around the cone and come back. Uh, and it was just it was a fun it was a fun sprint. It was a fun sprint watching the trans watching the smooth transitions on the bike was by far key. If you had good legless rope climbs, that really helped too. But for a majority of the race, it came down to those smooth transitions on, on and off the bike and getting around the cone. Uh, it was just it was it was fun. Uh, we had a lot of sprints this year, which I wasn't going to complain about because for a majority of them, it came it came down to the wire on on both on both sides of the field. Tia ran away with it 
a good bit towards the end. But the announcers were saying, oh, you know, Tia could could hang back and she could just coast this one. Well, after she finished, Haley Adams only finished 10 seconds or less after her. So she wasn't very far behind her. So she couldn't have paced it too much. And then Matt, and then on the guy or on the men's side of the field, it came down to the very last rope climb or the very last bike ride for Matt Fraser for him to win it. So he had to absolutely send it on the last, really the last two rounds to make sure that he was going to win that workout. So cool workout. Loved it. I love a good, I love a good sprint. And it always blows my mind watching people hammer leg, legless rope climbs because frankly, I'm not very good at it. Up next guys, we have the, we have the workout happy star. It was four rounds of a 200 to 300 meter hill run. Five, seven, nine, eleven reps of burpees and thrusters. The thruster weight does go up each set. So the women start out at 95, then go up to 105, then 110, and 115. The men start at 135 and then go 145, 155, 165. Uh, I really liked this workout. I thought it was cool, not necessarily because of the burpees or the thrusters. I did think it was really impressive how easy the guys made a 165-pound thruster look at the end of all of the other ones. But really what I was intrigued with the most was the 200 to 300-meter hill run. Um I liked knowing that each round the run got a little bit farther just because of the checkpoints that they had to go to. I thought it was cool. It probably made it harder mentally because at least for me knowing that, oh, 200 meters isn't that far. Well, then from 200 meters being the first one and then the next the next one might be 220 meters or whatever, 230. Like, man, that's not that much farther, but it's still a little bit farther. And then your last round, you're like, man, I'm almost home but then you have a 300 meter run. So not much more, but it's more than what you've been running. So just a nasty little mental, uh, just a nasty little twist on running burpees and thrusters, which are never a good combination in, in any workout at any gym in the open or, or a competition or whatever. Those are just a nasty triplet of movements. Something that I would not be happy if I, if I saw. All right, our next workout, swim, swim and stuff. This workout was a cool workout. They uh, they brought the athletes out out to a pool and they did a sprint rest, sprint sprint rest type type workout uh, where they went every four every four minutes and you you sprint you, you sprint out the workout and then the goal is to get some type of rest within the minutes and then you would start a new round every four minutes. But they ran through calorie assault bike. 50 meter swim, GHDs, and slam balls. Really cool concept of a workout. All of those movements absolutely trash your uh, your core and shoulders more than a lot of people would think. Uh, I thought it was a cool event. My biggest complaint here, <laughs> and me and my girlfriend were were watching the CrossFit Games this weekend, and it was cracking me up. But they had they had to do a slam ball, and if you guys do slam balls at your affiliate, then you know that. When you do a slam ball, you have to let literally let go of the ball. Well, they were all doing slam ball ground to overheads or D ball, whatever, whatever you want to call it, D ball ground to overheads. So it was not a slam ball, and it was it cracked me up. It was a little annoying because CrossFit literally has <laughs> a slam ball demo video by Julie Fouché on their YouTube page. Uh, so that part was a little frustrating, just because it's it's not the actual movement. Just call it a ground to overhead. Or if you're not going to do a slam ball, but you're going to let the athletes go go for go for a ground overhead, 
then just make him do like a dumbbell snatch or a kettlebell snatch or something. But overall, the workout was cool. That part was just a little annoying. Our next workout was the sprint sled sprint. Uh, I, this workout cracked me up because surely this is just Dave Castro being petty and saying, guys, the sleds last year weren't messed up. It was a sled on AstroTurf. There's no way that they're that they're going to get messed up in AstroTurf. So he busted the sleds out again to prove it, to prove to all the athletes that if you didn't do well, it wasn't because of the turf last year. It was literally, it was just because you didn't do well. You didn't move fast enough or you didn't move this, move the sled efficient enough. So I thought it was awesome. Just sprint down the field, push the sled, push the sled back to the other side and then sprint back down, then sprint back down and you're done. Simple to the point. Any, any sprint type workout with the sled always blows your legs up really bad. But yeah, I mean, I liked it. And then <laughs> the last workout was <laughs> at Atlanta. This workout is, first of all, I'd like to say, if you are contemplating doing this workout at your affiliate, do not. If you decide to not listen to my advice, then go ahead and have an ambulance or somebody on standby so that way they can catch you when you get rhabdo immediately. But it is all with a 20 pound weight vest, a one mile run, 100 handstand push-ups, 200 pistol squats, and 300 pull-ups, finishing off with a mile run. Again, all with a 20-pound weight vest. Um, I thought this workout was on the line of being a little too much at the end of the weekend for these athletes, and these athletes are stellar, so they're not going to get injured or they're not going to get wrapped up from this. A couple of people probably ripped their hands. I know for a fact Haley Adams did, but outside of that, the athletes would be fine overall. I would still say that it's right on the line of it's right on the line of of a little a little too much. Uh, but the biggest takeaway was I had really three big takeaways. Was Carrie once Carrie Pierce got in from that first mile run and got to the middle to the middle section, she crushed it. She held on to her pace. She was moving the entire time. She was moving with a purpose. It was, and then when she got to the mile run, she just held on as much as she could. It was awesome. And then watching Matt Fraser and Tia Toomey work essentially in unison, like they were on a team basically doing synchro work was legit. And then get, once they got to the pull-ups, it was sets of 10 the entire time. I was blown away because everybody else fell down to fives in that portion of the workout. So watching them hold tens was awesome uh but overall i mean the workout was like i said a few minutes ago was probably a little too much to end the weekend i would argue but overall those athletes can handle that amount of volume it's one time they'll probably never do it again i would hope not at least uh and if you go to an affiliate please 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 do not do that workout don't even think about it it's you're asking you're asking for rabdo i promise it is not smart, but overall, how I felt with the program, I thought it was, I thought it was near perfect. I would say, uh, I don't know if it fits the hardest CrossFit games ever. I didn't compete, but just looking at it from a programming standpoint, I don't know if I would say that it's the hardest CrossFit games out there or the hardest CrossFit games ever, but it's up there over my my satisfaction with the programming was probably an eight and a half to a nine out of 10. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would say for 
just like I said on the last episode with the cards that they were dealt with, they absolutely crushed this season. I mean, getting sanctionals cut, not knowing if they were even going to get to have the gains, then they were, then they weren't, then they got pushed back and then they had to go online. So I would say all the workouts from both stages were perfect for the situation. The fact that they had across the games was awesome. They handled everything so well. I would I would give the programming overall an eight and a half to nine out of ten. And just the the streaming and everything was spot on. CrossFit and Rogue absolutely crushed it. And I was just very pleased with this year's CrossFit games. Uh, but yeah, guys, that's it. Those are my thoughts on this year's CrossFit games. Uh, if you if you have if you have any advice or want me to talk about something specific, give me a follow, slide in my DMs at wad at the pod. Uh, give me a follow or reach out reach out to me on, on Instagram. It's all one word, all lowercase. Uh, guys, if you like the episode, like, share, subscribe, tell your friends about it, tell your mom about it. Uh, but guys, it's getting really late for me and I have to work in the morning. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and have a wonderful rest of your week. Bye.